Hey, it's Steph, and welcome to the Straight Up with Steph podcast, where we have real discussions around health and life and just trying to be better at both. Hello, and welcome to episode one, yes, very first episode of my new podcast, Straight Up with Steph. This has been a long time coming. I have been dragging my feet on this thing because, you know, it's new and it's scary and whatever, but we're here. I'm here. You're here. Thank you so much for joining. So I thought for my very first podcast episode, we would talk about something that is so important, so crucial, not just for our appearance, but really for a lot of aspects of our health and something that is not talked about enough. And what is that? Posture posture. So many people have issues with it. It honestly seems to just be getting worse and we need to talk about it more. This is something that once you learn about it, which we're going to talk about today, you will never go out in public the same because you are going to see this issue everywhere. But posture is so underrated and yet so important and it really has health effects, not just with our spine and muscles, but some other systemic effects you might not be aware of. It is so, so, so important for the function of our body. So you know that poor posture can, we can have neck pain and back pain and just like an old hunched over appearance. But did you know that it can also affect our GI system? Or did you know that it can make people pee their pants? It causes incontinence. It's crazy, right? So we're going to talk about posture. What exactly is good posture? the effects that it can have not only on our spine and our muscles, but other systemic systems as well, and how you can try to have better posture. All right, ready? Okay, let's go. First off, I wanted to thank you for joining, especially because this is my first one. It does mean the world to me that you're listening. And I want to make this podcast a collaboration between you and I. And I want to talk about things that obviously I care about, but that you care about as well. So if you have a topic that you want to learn more about, that you want us to talk about, please send it to me. Either list it in the YouTube comments if you're watching this on YouTube, put it in a review if you're listening to this on your phone, shoot me a DM, I don't care, but please send it to me. I read everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, so please don't be shy. I do want to hear from you. Okay, so what is good posture? Let's talk about neutral posture and what that looks like. So first off, we have a skeleton, right? So we have bones stacked on top of each other a certain way to hold us up and resist gravity. Gravity might not be something that we think about because we're so used to it, but it is a force that's constantly pulling us down. And whether we know it or not, we are fighting against that all day long. If our bones are stacked on top of each other the correct way, which is neutral posture, we have no problem resisting that gravity and holding ourselves up because our bones are nice and thick and hard and they don't fatigue like our soft tissue does. So we want to make sure that we're using our skeleton as much as we can. That's what it's designed for. But what usually happens when we're not in neutral posture, so think hunching over your laptop or hunching over your cell phone, or if you're in dentistry doing the chicken wing, if you're in dentistry, you know what I'm talking about. That's not a neutral posture. So our bones are no longer holding us when we're hunched over. It's our soft tissue. It's the tiny little muscles in our neck and on our back, our shoulders, that's trying to hold us up, hold our head up and resist gravity at the same time. That's not what that system is designed for. Our soft tissue, our muscles and tendons, ligaments, spinal discs, all of that is designed to help us move. Like we're human beings and we're meant to move through space. We're not meant to be hunched over 
or holding these really awkward, uncomfortable positions for hours a day. So that's what happens when we are not in neutral posture is we're taking away the power of the skeleton and then we're asking our soft tissue to hold us up in these weird positions and we're asking a system to do a job that it is not designed for. That's why we start to experience pain and fatigue and muscle aches and eventual injury. So neutral posture is really important for us to learn. So I travel quite a bit for work and either I'm on the airplane or I'm at the gate waiting for my flight and I just have to look around for a couple seconds and I see people just hunched over their cell phones. We see it all the time and we're like, oof, that does not look good. It doesn't feel good either. And I am going to talk later about ways to make your cell phones more ergonomic so that you can have better posture. Same with laptops. That's another big one. So chronic poor posture, chronically hunching over our cell phone or our laptop is going to cause some problems over time. We can start to have neck pain, back pain, because those tiny little muscles just aren't designed to hold up our heads. I mean, our heads are really heavy. So do you remember the movie Jerry Maguire when that cute little kid said the human head weighs eight pounds? It actually weighs 10 to 13 pounds, which is a decent sized bowling ball, okay? So our spine is responsible for holding up this bowling ball all day. And if we're in neutral posture, if our bones are aligned correctly, it's not a problem. But once we start to hunch forward, our spine really isn't able to hold up our head anymore. So it's these tiny little muscles in our neck and in our back that are trying to take over. And that's really not their job. So people start to experience neck pain, back pain, and eventually over time, it can cause some skeletal deformations, which can be fixed, but it's costly. It takes a lot of time. It's painful. So it's much easier to prevent that in the first place. If you've heard of text neck or tech neck or nerd neck, forward head posture, it's all referring to that same thing with the head out forward instead of nice and neutral. So I'm going to talk in a little bit how you can establish neutral posture for yourself. You're going to know what it feels like. And ideally, you can start to have this more often throughout the day. But what are some other effects of poor posture? These might surprise you. So this isn't a complete list, but I'll talk about a few. So first off, headaches. Chronic poor posture puts pressure on our back and our neck muscles, which we've already talked about, which really isn't good for the neck. So if your head is pushed out forward, if your shoulders are rounded forward because of that, this can put a lot of strain on the neck leading to tension headaches or even migraines for some people. Many of us have no idea if we have good or bad posture because this is a habit that we've established over time, a lot of times when we're younger and it just carries through to our adulthood. So it's really important that we're learning about this now. I do ergonomic assessments for dental workers and office workers to help them. I take photos and video and I promise you there is nothing more educational and sometimes terrifying than seeing yourself in a photo or video while you're doing your job. Because we're so focused on whatever it is that we're doing, right, that we're not paying attention to us. We're not paying attention to where our head is. So it's really nice to have someone objective help you with that. And the second one is sleep. So chronic poor posture leads to muscles being misaligned and maladaptive, which when you go to lay down to sleep at night, it can be really hard to find a comfortable position because those muscles are so off. This can lead to a lot of tossing and turning, just trying to find a comfortable position, which at the end of the night can add up to hours of lost sleep at night. So sleep is the most important thing that we have as far as our health. I mean, there's other things like diet and exercise and all of that too, 
But sleep is the foundational thing that we need to get under control for us if we want to be healthy and really have a nice long life. We need to have adequate amounts of light sleep, REM sleep, and deep sleep. And if you're tossing and turning, you're not going to be able to get these needed hours at night. I plan to do a whole episode on sleep, but that's just a little teaser for you on how important it is for us. And I mentioned at the beginning, GI issues. So let's say we're hunched forward all day, like our head is forward, our chest is caved in, our shoulders are rounded forward. All of this compresses the organs and the GI tract. All of this compression can slow our digestion, make it work improperly, and cause some stomach issues. It can also increase heartburn for some people, especially if you're immediately hunching over or laying down right after a meal. So when we're slouched over, it increases abdominal pressure, which can force stomach acids to go the opposite direction, meaning up, which can lead to heartburn and GERD for some people. Plus, it doesn't feel good. So if you know that you have issues with GERD or heartburn, especially after meals, check your posture. Give yourself some time to digest that food sitting up in a neutral posture before you lay down or start hunching over your cell phone. Although, just don't hunch over your cell phone. I'm going to give you a tip a little bit later on how to avoid that. So poor posture can affect our lungs. This is something else I'm going to do a whole episode on, which is breathing and lung health as it relates to posture. But if you think about it, when we're hunched over, say hunched over your laptop or hunched over your cell phone, we aren't able to fully take a breath. Everything is compressed, okay, including the lungs. So we aren't able to fill them completely. When we're talking about just the health of our bodies, our brain, especially our muscles, we need oxygen. That's the key ingredient for us. And to get a lot of oxygen into our blood, which then can go to our muscles and our brain, we need to be able to take a full, comp complete breath. We can't do that if we're hunched over and caved in, okay? We're only able to take little sips of air that way. So this not only affects the health of the lungs, but it affects the health of all of our organs and our brain and our tissue because it all needs oxygen. And another one, incontinence. I mentioned that at the beginning. So what is incontinence? It's when you like leak a little bit, when you laugh or sneeze or maybe run on the treadmill, and it's because the pelvic floor muscles aren't as strong as they need to be. So how does posture relate to this? So when we're hunched forward or slouch forward, this increases pressure in the abdomen, which then puts pressure on the bladder. This pressure also limits the strength and the amount of pressure that the pelvic floor can to resist that pressure coming from up above. And then all of us to say we can leak a little bit. So how can we have better posture? Well, there's things that we can do within us, which I'm going to talk about as far as what neutral posture looks like, what it feels like, some cues to keep you establishing neutral posture all day. But it's also what we're using outside of us as far as products and equipment. There's a lot of products and equipment marketed as ergonomic. And I mean, they've got great marketing, but they're not that ergonomic. But there's some other really good products out there too. So hopefully I can help guide you with that. But if you're thinking about investing in anything, whether you're in dentistry and you're thinking about investing in a new chair or loops, if you want to invest in a standing desk, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I promise I'll always give you my honest opinion. So it takes really good body awareness and using good products. It takes both. I wish I could tell you just go invest in a new standing desk or invest in some ergonomic loops and you'll be perfect. It's not the case. It takes both body awareness and using good equipment. So something I try to tell people to do is using neutral posture as your anchor. 
and what does that mean? So throughout your day, no matter what you're doing for work, usually there's a certain repetitiveness about it, right? We're doing some similar tasks time after time, day after day. So we can leverage this repetitiveness and these habits that we already have when we're talking about neutral posture. So let's talk about what neutral posture is. If you imagine someone from the side or yourself, if you're looking at them from the side, you want the ear in line with the shoulder. For most of us, that means moving our head horizontally back to get the ear in line with the shoulder because we're used to be forward. We're seeing patients all day, we're on our cell phones, we're on our laptops, we're driving, all of that forces our head to go forward. So you want to move your head horizontally back to get your ear in line with your shoulder. Now, if you're standing up, you want that in line with your hip. So if you're standing, I should be able to come and put a yardstick up next to you and it would hit your ear, shoulder, hip, and foot all at the same time. When you're seated, the concept is pretty much the same. You want your ear in line with your shoulder and hip, and then you want your feet flat on the floor. So with the feet, you don't want them crossed. You don't want to be up on your tippy toes. You don't want one foot on the floor and the other foot like up on the rung or the caster of the chair. Okay, you want them flat on the floor. So that is a good neutral posture. So what do I mean when I say using neutral posture as your anchor? No matter what you do for work, usually there's some kind of repetition, right? You have like a certain sequence of events that you follow, certain tasks that you do. Usually we're doing the same things every day. So we can leverage these habits and this repetition when we're talking about using neutral posture as your anchor. So let me give you an example. I'm a hygienist. My job as a hygienist is very repetitive. Typically, I'm following the exact same sequence of events each appointment. But I can use that when I'm thinking about neutral posture. So when I'm working on my patient, I always start with polishing first. So I polish the lower arch first, and then I set my polisher down and grab my air water and my suction. During that transition time of setting my polisher down and grabbing my air water and my suction, I'm reestablishing neutral posture. Because I mean, let's just be real. A lot of us do great at first with posture. And then five minutes later, we're like upside down or hunched over or twisting or God knows what. But every time you're setting something down and grabbing something else, every time you're switching your clock position, when you're directing your patient that you need them to move, that's an opportunity for you to reestablish neutral posture. And the more often you're doing this time after time after time, it's going to become more of a habit and you're not even going to have to remind yourself anymore. Or if you're on your computer, you could set a timer every 10 minutes, 20 minutes to get back into neutral posture. When you're switching screens and going back and forth, that's a great time to reestablish neutral posture. So I read the book Atomic Habits. And the biggest thing I remember from that book is something called habit stacking. So this is when you take an existing habit that you already have, that you already do every day, you don't even have to think about it, and you attach a new habit that you're trying to establish onto that existing habit. So if we think about it with brushing and flossing, most people, I mean not all, but most people brush at least once a day. So if we're trying to encourage them to clean in between their teeth, either with a water pick or picks or floss or whatever it is, we can leverage their already existing habit of brushing and attaching cleaning in between their teeth to that. 
So I recommend to my patients to have whatever it is they're trying to get into the habit of sitting right next to their toothbrush so they can start to make that association. Over time, it becomes natural for them to clean in between their teeth after they brush or before, whichever. And then it feels weird when they don't do both. Okay, so that's habit stacking. And we can do that with us too when it comes to neutral posture. All of a sudden, it's going to feel weird for us not to sit up straight every time we're setting our handpiece down or moving our clock position from 9 to 12, whatever it is. So that can help you. So when I'm setting something down, I'm moving my head back, getting my ear in line with my shoulder. I'm rolling my shoulders back and down, and then I get back to work. So I'm doing this probably over a 100 times a day, right, depending on how many patients I see. And also a benefit of doing this, of getting your head back, rolling your shoulders back, you're actually strengthening the tiny little muscles that are responsible for good posture. So you're getting a little bit of a workout too. There is no genius really to good posture or good ergonomics even. There's no rocket science to it at all, but it does take a high level of body awareness. So whatever you're doing, whether you're at your computer or you're seeing patients, every so often try to ask yourself, where's my head right now? Where are my shoulders right now? Am I like twisted like a pretzel or both my feet flat on the floor? Am I breathing? All of these little cues are going to help you over time. Now for equipment. So I do have planned to do separate podcast episodes on things like standing desk or ergonomic loops, saddle chairs, different hand pieces, but I'm going to talk in generalities right now. When we're looking at products or equipment, we really, there's some great marketing out there and we really need to look and see, is this going to be something that can support me in neutral posture? Because that's what ergonomics really is all about is products and equipment to support the user in a healthy posture. So let's talk about laptops, okay? Almost everyone uses them. They're super convenient. They're portable. They're great. Are they ergonomic? No, they're they're pretty terrible for ergonomics, actually, because if you think about it, you've got your laptop on whatever surface, whether that be a desk or a table or, God forbid, your lap on the couch or your bed, but we are looking down at the screen. We have to because the screen is attached to the keyboard. So that forces us to look down and hunch over. Is that ergonomic? No. If it was ergonomic, we'd be able to sit up nice and tall, no problem. So when we're in neutral posture, we want our head up, right? Our head held up high. That's what we want. Usually with a laptop, we are completely hunched over, so not ergonomic. But how to make a laptop ergonomic is you will get a stand or a platform, something to raise up that screen so you can keep your head upright. And the screen basically is going to be parallel with your line of vision. But the issue with laptops is the keyboard is attached to the screen and we don't want to be like this, right? Typing on our laptop. So we need to raise the laptop up, put it on some kind of platform and then get a separate keyboard and mouse so that we can keep our arms down in a neutral position. And that's how you make a laptop more ergonomic. And with our cell phones, so I don't have my phone next to me. This is just a little remote, but we're going to pretend that this is my cell phone, okay? A lot of times when we're looking at our phone, we've got it down in front of our belly and we're looking down, right? And I don't know if you're anything like me, but I will pick up my phone to check something real quick and it's an hour later and I'm engrossed in some YouTube video about something. But what we want to do is instead of holding it in front of our belly, we want to flex our elbows to bring it more up in front of our face so that we can, so we can use it this way. That way it's bringing the phone up to us. Remember, that's what ergonomics is, is fitting equipment to us. 
And then we're more apt to have our head in an upright, neutral position instead of hunched down like that. If you're in dentistry and using loops, I am very sorry to say this. I really am. But not all loops are ergonomic loops. If you're using loops, I mean, they're great for magnification. The headlamp is awesome for illumination. But if your loops are still forcing your head to tip down and forward in order to see into your patient's mouth, that's not an ergonomic loop. It's straining your neck. We only have one neck, okay? As far as I know, there's not like neck transplants yet. So we need to take care of our neck. But if you're constantly in neck flexion, that means your head is forward and down. That's not going to be good over time. It's great now that there are true ergonomic loops. These prismatic loops, if you've seen them, it almost looks weird that it looks like the person is looking straight into the wall. But because of the design and the scopes, they're able to see down into the patient's mouth. It's like it kind of mimics looking through a microscope. These are true ergonomic loops. I've been using them for a few years now, and I've had to go back to my traditional loops because like I broke the nose piece once and had to send them back for a repair. I could feel it after the very first patient as far as neck and back pain. So these loops honestly are a no-brainer. I will do a whole separate episode on those loops, but they're a no-brainer for anyone practicing dentistry. But just because something is marketed as ergonomic like a lot of loops are doesn't necessarily mean that they are. So once you learn what neutral posture is, you need to decide, is this product going to support me in a true neutral posture or not? And I know it's really hard with all this clever marketing and like these trendy items that come and go. It can be confusing. So I do want to be a resource for you. Reach out to me. And like I said earlier, I will give you my honest opinion. So I want to close by telling you about a really good posture exercise. And we've actually talked about it a little bit throughout the episode. When I'm talking about get moving your head horizontally back towards your spine to get your ear in line with your shoulder, what I'm talking about is something called a cervical retraction exercise. This has been shown to counteract the effects of forward head posture. It works on muscle memory to get our head where it needs to be. And it's actually working out those tiny little stabilizer muscles in your neck and in your back and your shoulders. So I know it's kind of hard to demonstrate a stretch like this, uh, depending on how you're listening to this podcast. So on my Instagram, I have a highlight called micro breaks, and there is a full video demonstrating what the cervical retraction is. Highly recommend you look at that. You can also search on YouTube for a cervical retraction video. It's a very simple but very effective exercise. And I would recommend incorporating this either before work, maybe on your lunch break, in between patients if you can, in between calls if you're working from home, maybe in your car if you can do it safely. But it only takes a few sets of like 15 reps of this a day to make a difference for you. So just remember that about neutral posture. If you're looking at yourself or someone else from the side, you want the ear, shoulder, hip, and foot to all be in one line. And it's not going to be perfect. We're going to have times that we're going to be hunched over, whether that be on our equipment like laptops or cell phones or with our patients. It's not going to be perfect all the time. But the more often you remind yourself to keep your head up and neutral, the easier it's going to be. So thank you for tuning in to my very first episode. I hope it was useful for you. So if you'd like to do me and you a huge favor by either subscribing to my channel or following my show, that way you don't miss any episodes of Straight Up With Stuff. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Straight Up with Steph and being interested in living better. 
What many listeners do is subscribe to the podcast because that allows them to automatically get the latest episodes of the show. Remember, you are the best person to take care of you, and by learning what we talk about on this show, you're taking one more step to being a healthier and happier you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Straight Up with Steph and being interested in living better. What many listeners do is subscribe to the podcast because that allows them to automatically get the latest episodes of the show. Remember, you are the best person to take care of you, and by learning what we talk about on this show, you're taking one more step to being a healthier and happier you. I'll talk to you soon.